powerful, powerful 
ancestor we have gained, we always say, Kuashe Hinde. Um, we salute us all in gaining this amazing ancestral mother whose life and legacy, um, we, if, we're, if we're wise, we will nourish ourselves from what she has left behind and what she paved the way for us to move through. So we're thankful for that, and we're thankful for the women that will join into this journey, into the conversations waiting to be had this year, 2016. We have an amazing, amazing show um, up ahead uh, for those of you that follow the particular oracles or, or outlooks or forecasts. Um, for the year, whether it's astrologically or from various oracles, we have a young lady that's coming in. I do believe, I hope that 678 number is on the line who will pull uh, a, a tarot card from a wonderful deck. And Ifa Shade, if you're there, I hope that you'll tell us the deck because I know I asked you that over and over again, but uh, we used this in the season of the Raven last year when uh, women came to Sacred Space every Tuesday night for an hour. And it just we found it to be very insightful. So, uh, Queen Mother, do we have 678 available to speak with us? Well, we have three. I think that would be great. That would be great, but 678 is holding that card. I asked her before we came on the air, shuffle the deck well. This is the opening of our passage. So I'd love to hear you. We have some lovely queens that have joined us. We have 678, 828, and 704. Mm -hmm. Ashe, Ashe. Well, I know it's six, seven, eight is my beloved Ifashade. Aburu Aboye, Iao. Welcome. Aguato, Ashuri, Wadiwafon. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Much better that I hear your voice knowing that you are holding the magic in your hands. So oh, gracious, if you will. So yes, happy. I know. Okay, this deck is called The Return of Spirit by um, Cheryl Lee Harnish. Um, and the card that I pulled, uh, or should I say jumped out, was rejuvenation. I, I say. I say. Okay. I so say. let me read this for you. Awesome. Okay. Give us the reading, beloved. Okay. The rejuvenation card is symbolically the same as the calm after the storm. When the clouds have parted and the air is fresh and crisp, you are about to move into a place of calm within your own life. This is rejuvenation of both the heart and the inner spirit. Life certainly has its ups and downs. You are about to embark on the up cycle for a while. During this time, you will be able to experience a sense of ease within your life. You may even feel that for once, everything is right in your world. The normal stresses of every day will not seem so stressful. While your life will always have its demands, it will feel easier and more manageable. You will feel strong within yourself for this upcoming period of time. During this time of ease, you will find that your sense of feeling good about your life and who you are as a person is restored. It will strengthen your feeling of connection to source and of being supported and provided for. Somehow, the path ahead seems clearer and easier to follow. This will also have a physical benefit. This will also have physical benefits as well. You will experience being more in sync and in tune with your body. You may very well find that you have more energy to do things that your body wants to be and your body wants to be active. The harmony you feel in your life will be reflected throughout your physical expression too. Take advantage of this beautiful experience in your in every way that you can. 
being brave enough to come down here and wear that human skin suit all these years says that you deserve it. Now is the time to reap the rewards and experience the joy of being a soul incarnated in human form. And that's the rejuvenation card. Wow. Yay. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the wow. magic carpet ride, sisters. I mean that that reading even said take the advantage and we're gonna talk about life vantage and how we move up and step into that rejuvenation of good health. How amazing uh, is it that that card jumped out? Just really great. It always I, I just we found that as the full moon and the new moon when we use this particular oracle that it was true enough and true indeed to speak to exactly where we wanted to go uh, in our hearts. So that being said, um, the conversations that we're bringing to the table tonight are gathered around rebuilding our lives and health, wealth, and wisdom. Um, hopefully we'll get to share some of the sacred tools that we each have that uh, through our cultures or our spirituality that we have found are uh, definitely functional and definitely necessary in this nine vibration, as I said. We'll hear a little bit uh, from the reading of the year. But, uh, yeah, you also said we had two or, or three other callers, and I want to welcome I all of them. ladies the line call. of 828, and we have an additional one, uh, including 704. We have 804. So we get Hello? Hello? Malafia. Malafia, I say. Malafia, how are you? TPR, bye-bye. Yes, wonderful, Ia. We're doing well. We're excited this evening. Did you get to hear the Oracle card rejuvenation? Ia Baba, do you have a uh, a bell? Yes, let me call back. My alarm is all right. My smoke alarm. All right. All right. Call back, Ia Baba. Mm-hmm. And I believe 704, we're going to maybe give my friend Ayo over there a pass. She, we're going to talk about when she comes on the show a little bit uh, later on. But I said to her, I said, yeah, I know you're busy this evening, but just dial the number and put the phone down and, and try to listen as you can. So if she's there, she could come. I say, Alafia, uh, can you hear me? Oh, we can. This is Ayo. I can't wait until you, both of you meet the ES, uh, Queen Mother for real and this daughter here, Charlotte here. Be introduced and be welcomed. Ayo Rende, Makayla Ayo Rende, uh, my sister and my friend. Be welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Peace among us all. Peace and prosperity. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that oracle card, the rejuvenation card? It was so amazing how that that came right around the time that we have to talk about health this evening, ladies, and and really our wellness. Um, And whichever way we approach the many conversations we're going to have this evening, it came up in the reading of the year and and said, you know, listen, pay attention. There's stuff going on with your earth. There's bio stuff going on. How well are you to take on whatever challenges? And so um, we're going to get into that during the program a little bit of the 
what is oxidative stress in the body? Who knew to what level inflammation in our bodies really can can break down our stamina and, and break down this get them get them get them go text email <laughs> kind of lifestyle that we're all doing here. Uh, this this subtle dance between nature and our culture and the machine world, and so it it definitely behooves us um, to look at health. Because that would be that's what the old people said. They said, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And so before we can even really get, yes, before we can get to the conversations of wealth and wisdom, you have to make sure that that health is in its proper place. And, um, you know, it's, it's the truth. And the woman from the wheelchair, myself, having come back from full paralysis, I get to say so. <laughs> I get I to see. say so. And I know there's a number of sisters on the phone that can remember that. I say, yeah, you surely can because... You know, she she had to lay there until the the movement and the functions of the body come back. So, in a nutshell, um, unless you, if you you said you were going to let me know if there were more callers coming in, because I definitely I sure I sure am. But I want to say that mm-hmm. that card invigorated me, and mm-hmm. it um, it just shot like goosebumps all up and down my head. Because mm-hmm. it really speaks of my own experience having to fight back from cancer, breast cancer, having the one that was very aggressive, and mm-hmm. really, you know, when I thought I was dying, I shared mm-hmm. your face. Rejuvenation. So it, it, that rejuvenation. Awesome. it is, yeah, it truly is. And I salute your walk. You know, my mother made that walk and she extended her life after breast cancer by about eight years using a herbal remedy, which all, in all fairness we would want to bring into the conversation for any women that are um, uh, in any way already in a battle with cancer. Do look and do your research on ESIAC. E-S-S-I-A-C. It's four um, very basic herbs. You make a tea and literally um, they said the same thing to my uh, ear, that she had that aggressive form. And when it came back, it came back aggressively, but she had a good six to eight extra years in remission. And she just brewed her four herbs, red clover, um, slippery elm, burdock leaves. And um, what's that? Did I say red clover? I think yes. red clover. No, that's the fourth one. Red clover, slippery elm, burdock root. Oh no, there's, there's one more over there. But look it up, ladies, because um, we have to have you know self care. This is this is why we're promoting it because I, I wouldn't want anyone to think that you know I'm just on a, a, a life advantage sales pitch. I'm really talking about wellness. I'm really talking about checking into our body temples because it is the body temple that has to literally carry out the missions in front of us. Be it our yeah, be it our money, our children, our family, whatever. You have to know that you can support uh your body temple will support the energy that our souls are moving to a level of this year. And um, however we look at that, drink more water, you know, leave red meat for a minute, whatever that is for you, um, we're, we want to just talk about being aware 
of where disease gets in the body in the first place and what we really do when we kill our survivor cells or kill our T cells by the level of stress or just because we don't we didn't take the superwoman sign off our head yet. And, okay. and we cannot, yeah, that's the truth, yeah, you know, and among black women, it is so the truth. We, we, we said early on when we stepped into life vantage that we were um, fortunate to do the research and go and see that the White House had done many, many wonderful studies on, on the illnesses that are ravishing our communities, breast cancer being one of them, uh, among African-American women and their daughters, cancer of the womb. And, and so, you know, I love the Louise Hayes work. Hayes work. I'm going to put that out there so that we begin our inner tracking. You know, if there was one tool, and, and I'm going to try and point them out, uh, as Erica Allen in um, uh, Growing Power and the Good Food Network, you always they should say, make sure you tell them what the tools are in the toolbox. So here is one really good tool is that inner tracking um, of our emotions, of our body, our organs, our systems, our That's thoughts, good. choosing our finest words, and so this is, and it's, again, we're going to get to it. It's all in the reading of the year that definitely talks about the levels, new levels of discipline that we have to bring our souls to. And that's one, because when, when, when we worry about the car, well, you, you change the oil, you got need oil, you need gas, but you need, you do a greater assessment on your cars and how your phones work than we actually do on our seven bodies. And in order to do the work that we are moving to now from this one year, 2016, I mean, nine year, to the one year in 2017. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I know you're going to talk a little bit about the Million Mothers March and why mothers are having to come together, having to come together in this hour, because what we're talking about is is real, and we are simply putting the um, conversation of health at the forefront of that conversation because there are so many of us that have uh, have failing health or, or, or already are in these medical challenges. And so, therefore, those of us that can hold on to our strength and gain a little granny wit, we, we're going to have many, many outlets from the website to the newsletter, women that offer all types of remedies from your kitchens, ladies. And these things we should know. We're not putting down Western medic, medicine or medical science. We're just simply saying that you should know it. While the politicians determine about Obamacare and you may or may not have the job that ensures you whatever, you have to have your health. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up in case yeah, there are some women already on the line that want to speak to health because, you know, that's a personal soapbox I could stand on for the, for the evening. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have, we have three other uh, queens. Mm-hmm. That, uh, and I think each of them, you know, it's interesting. <coughs> I'll just speak to my sister over there in Charlotte, who uh, we were we were challenged during the week with uh, impacted teeth, and and we're wondering how we were going to get to this level of even uh, talking this evening. And she gave us a, a more of the remedies. We had a little bit of the activated charcoal. This is for the women listening, or or, or ever want to know about pain beyond in a bad toothache. And so what you do is wrap up in cotton, which they are awesome now that Walgreens, I will say the name, sells you a little pack of cotton balls, just swabs that fit inside of a tooth with clove oil. And then if you're really good, you'll add the charcoal capsule. You have to open the capsule, put the charcoal right in, and this is all on that cotton swab, and then a little hydrogen peroxide. And sure enough, I talked to you today 
pain-free in my mouth. This was not the case yesterday. And I, I submit that if little granny went like this, I don't know about anyone else out here. Maybe you you have good dental insurance, but when you're paying out of pocket, mm, that something like that could have just run you two to $400. What else could you be doing with that kind of money if you could, you know what I mean, if you could at all address the pain or discomfort that you're in? So good things like that. We're interested in Sister Queen sharing uh, again later on in the in the month. We're going to have amazing health people, amazing. Heather Lee, who wrote the book Love Letters to My Sisters, um, my daughter, Heather Ferdinand, uh, who is an amazing fitness trainer over there in New Orleans and is in the business of, of helping people, supporting people as they go uh, drop the pounds, the unnecessary pounds that, uh, you know, pull on their heart and, and pull on their nervous system. Um, so it's coming, you know, and I say embrace it. You know, we're way past just making New Year's resolutions now. We actually have to really embody the best bodies, mind, uh, spirit, and soul that we can be. Just so you know, yeah, is back on the line. Well, I love that you are back on the line here. We were speaking to health, and I, we spoke to you a little bit about it. What, uh, one of those good things, we didn't really say Life Vantage. If you want to know more, surely you could go to LifeVantage.com. And uh, or be in touch with us, or go to YouTube and look up Life Vantage Cutting Edge Science. You know, you gotta love really. You gotta love a product that starts with Harvard and works its way down five or six other schools that have already done the math and are telling you, you know, inflammation in mm-hmm. the body leads to all these illnesses. What causes that? Oh, oxidative stress. And I have a nice sheet here that tells us what that looks like. And when I saw it, I was like just thinking of the systems that have, here it is, fatigue, memory loss, brain fog, muscle, joint ah. pain, wrinkles, gray hair, decreased eyesight, headaches, sensitivity to noise, susceptibility to infections. And I was like, well, there you have it. I mean, pretty much everyone I know has a bit of that to, is that to some degree. That just pill yeah. takes, is that something that this pill takes care of? This pill, this vitamin here, this vitamin has been proven. That's what we're saying now. Harvard and five other schools have already done the science to say this particular supplement, one in the world, that decreases that level of oxidative stress in the body by 40% in 30 days. Okay? Oh, let me give you okay. let me give you the real-time story of that. Yeah, I can make it really simple. Just now when we were in New Orleans, before we left with the Grands, we took them to the aquarium. Aquarium's at the bottom end of Canal Street. And so if you want to go up and have coffee and beignets, which I always do when I go to New Orleans, you got to walk. Got to walk pretty much almost a mile and a half up there. We walked up uh-huh. there, yeah, and, then, and then the line was too long. So we said, oh, let's go out to the one in Metairie. But that meant we had to walk back to the parking garage at the end of Canal Street. So that's three miles altogether. Yeah, I walked the whole thing. I didn't have to sit down once. I looked at my husband as we were getting to the end of it. I was like, I didn't even ask. I didn't even stop to, like, need to sit down or I was out of nothing. Wow. Wow, you know, because you move, you see me move slow in the village here, you know. That is amazing for someone who has really only been on the supplements barely three weeks. So, yeah, science lifevantage.com. <laughs> and, wow. and, and we have to say that if you're interested in being healthier this year, 
and really dealing with the level that's out here again. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the reading of the year a little bit, but it tells us wellness is everything. People, because of where we are in the world now, the wars, the stress, the uncertainty, an election year, oh, my God, it's endless. And so uh, just as our card of rejuvenation said, I loved it, you know, we have to survey uh, our calm, our center, our peace, and how to maintain it. What are the tools that we actually need in the face of whatever we're juggling? And every queen on the phone knows about that juggling, (laughs) you know, to really be able to approach it with balance. And, um if the challenge is up there, but I think we're up to the challenge, and I and I'm I'm really hoping that um, queens will take a greater role in their sistership, their sisterhood, to say to another queen when we're doing too much, which is usually all the time, <laughs> that we give each other permission to slow down and to you know just recenter. And, and and do what's necessary, whether that's a good meal or taking out vitamins or exercising or just simple rest. There's people, people that live mm-hmm. here. The whole block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were saying? Well, I, you know, very, I... Very interesting, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm. I, I definitely cannot wait to um, check out the uh, various different um, health products because that's something to be able to say I'm off of the medication, the chemo, because, you know, they keep you on chemo for five mm-hmm. years. And I think, you know, I, I, I would love to see that happen and soon come. Uh, hopefully we are moving toward, I know the last we spoke with Romacio, the millionaire brother out that lives on the West Coast. <laughs> has been a millionaire since he was 25, but that's when that's we true. leap over to the wealth part of the story. Um, is planning to come to the Atlanta area to give a presentation on Life Vantage and its products. But as we, you know, the key thing here is that not only, and he says that in the calls, I don't know if you were on that first call, but when we do the calls and we have them, that over and above having an amazing and revolutionary product, to hit it in the timing that it is hit where, this particular, whether you do organic food, however you address it, every person is going to address it like they address their cell phones, every single person. And so what, what they did, and they are not dumb, they did not make all of that money because they're dumb. They have an actual app in the phone that is coming as of February 1st, do you hear me, where people who, you know, know that you are a distributor or that you, you take this vitamin, they, you, they, you can do it right in your app, like in less than three minutes, and just share. And, and by the sharing of the product and bringing them in as a customer, whatever they want to do, you then um, get greater wealth, and certainly your products are paid for because you shared with five, ten, how many of other people. So it's it really is the beauty of it. I've done other um, vitamin uh, product things, and I don't put them down at all. I love all of them. Young Living, Shackley, I love all of them. They they all have good benefits. This is the best the best paying compensation, and the fact that it hit this timing. It's just like somebody coming in 
10 to 15 years ago saying, listen, put your money in cell phones because in a minute you'll be sitting in the airport where everyone is looking down into their cell phone, okay? And imagine if you were the person getting like a dollar for every phone <laughs> being used in the Atlanta airport. This is what I thought about. Same thing I thought about when I went to um, – it was at Disney World, the man and the mouse, who I remember at 3 o'clock, the little Mickey Mouse Club, and now you have six cities in Florida with their own bus systems, and all of these people are employed by Disney. So I think that as queens, it behooves us to think big in terms of, uh, and, it, and again, I guess I'm going to have to go to the reading of the year here in a minute, because it spoke to it. It definitely spoke to women and our ability to be so creative through the goddesses and the gods in terms of, um, you know, not destroying with our feet what we create with our hands. And our wellness in our body is part of what we create. Just do the right thing. <laughs> you know, I know that's a simple thing, but do the right thing, whether that's rest or pampering or eating the right foods or gardening, getting your hands down in that dirt and growing some food. That was one of the things, we, the conversation being had. Where, where are our gardens growing? Or is everybody just still hoping that the food stamps in the stores hold out? Could be. Could be. But, you know, we'll, we'll put it out here because we, we're not shy. And we keep asking, well, if you're that sidetracked by Donald Trump and Bill Cosby, what do you think they don't want you to see? I'd love for some queens to chime in on that one. What do you think they don't want you to see? While anything that could happen in our country and be blamed on ISIS would mean we'd have men with guns and 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 times to be in curfews and stuff <laughs> in the cities at night, and so you might want to have potatoes or sweet potatoes or something in your garden because you know it's not a given that you could just run on out and get it, but you know not trying to be henny penny saying the sky is falling, but Baba, what do you think? You came into 2016. I know you hear the news headlines coming by. We defer to the elder on the call. I say it's a, it's a lot of wah-wah out there about Donald Trump and Bill Cosby. It must be it something they don't much. want everybody to look at. It is too much. It is too much. And uh, I've been following uh, Cosby a little bit and, uh, Fortunate enough for him, his career is over anyway at his age, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this can break him, you know. This can take his whole fortune. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. already to a degree, at 78, it, it will. If the lawyers don't trust. What yep. has been taken from him from degrees, and that's what they said. Now you know on Facebook, everybody said, "Well, everybody took the degree back. Didn't nobody give back the millions <laughs> that he gave to their schools? They didn't give that uh-huh. back. Nope. No. Yeah, they didn't give that back. Nope. Mm-mm. And uh, no. yeah. And so I don't know. I just say, well, we'll go to the reading of the year. How about that? The world um, reading, and again, uh, as many is the custom of many indi- many indigenous people, Native Americans, I was saying that early, uh, many, many tribes of people take time to just step into sacred space on the first day of a, a new vibration, a new year, um, and and see what is the forecast, just like the weathermen look out over the seven days. And so in this case, it looks out over the vibration of 2016, which does add up to a nine. And for those of us that follow a bit of numerology, we know automatically it goes one through nine, and that nine is that vibration of completion, of how all loose ends from the eight years prior to this 
now tie in. What happens? They're going to tie in because we're going to a one year in 2017. That is what you know. Okay, like it, pretty, ugly, however it goes down, they are going to tie in and end and before we get to the end of 2016. So in a nutshell, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't entirely positive. I guess it's the way you look at, at the DAPA for uh, the world. Um, pretty much at a level of chaos. I'll just say the things that caught my attention, and all of these are, of course, highlights for those who are more interested in uh, reading the exactness, and you can uh, just give the secretary a day or two to get it all there, but it is going to be available at oyutunji.org. And once you subscribe to the website there, you can get a copy of the reading. So uh, first up was beware of those desperately confused persons that flirt with crazy and insane type activity. (laughs) That caught my attention. Beware of those desperately confused persons that flirt with crazy or insane type of activities. Said nature people and politics will have some sudden eruptive energies, twists and turns throughout this year. The world overall or all over the world, nations will move into deeper, deeper into chaos. This year requires leadership and patience from the elders to guide us through difficult times. And so I'm sure that probably was tied to that Odu of being the mothers and the fathers of our communities as much as we can. Rule and authority must be exercised this year, must maintain strong disciplines, over control over emotions, work together to, to defeat common enemies like ignorance and poverty and hunger. So those were a few of those highlights. Uh, the U.S. definitely landed on the bright side, which I found very refreshing. Um, it made me feel like Bernie Sanders would win for president. Um, and, it, and it just spoke. It came in the ray on Edgy Ogbe speaking about, you know, the heads clearing up and moving toward the strengths in their systems, organizations, compliance with uh, laws. Of course, that could look like martial law. Make no mistake. <laughs> if people get really more serious about it, it could look like martial law. Rules and institutions. The U.S. will take more of a leadership role in the world and have a bigger concern in family values and issues, which is really refreshing to hear. Very creative and constructive year. So um, hopefully, however, uh, President uh, Obama wanted to, what do they say, make his swan song, we're going to see uh, improvements throughout our country on some level. Some pride that the U.S. has lost will be regained Interesting, interesting. Avoid frustrations in getting things done. And so this, if you look to the astrology and we have coming up, our wonderful beloved Yamaja priest from Astro Risha Moon Astrology, who's going to give us the update. She's coming up in a few weeks. And uh, she's going to tell us really more about what this dance between Oya Pluto, Shango Uranus, and Ogun Mars really looks like. And, yeah, once we understand it from that level, then we say, nope, it's not a day at the beach. It is going to be frustration in the U.S., even though they got uh, a reading. And so one of the prescriptions here is demonstrate determination, persistence, and an intensity of purpose and goals. Stay in your lane. Keep your focus. 
stay in your lane, keep your focus. That's what it said to me. Yeah, yeah. So then, well, the African-Americans, we wish they had come in on a lighter note, but they didn't. And again, here you go, because I knew it was in here, the major emphasis for African-Americans this year is in health and spiritual or religious things. That's the way that landed. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the prescriptions there will avoid too much consumption of sweets in our diet this year, and that some African American souls will be spiritually bombarded by different spirits to the point of depression, confusion, undermining, self sabotage, subversion. And so we know, we know in our communities now, beloved, whether they say bipolar or the ones that we all hear voices. And so the, the, the good news is that some of our voices are our beloved ancestors leading and guiding us, give thanks. And then others, others who, who have darker things in their past and in their childhoods, you know, darker, darker voices take a priority. And so that's all that this, this, these old dudes landed on and said, mm, watch your health. Watch your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. Same thing I said at the beginning of the conversation. Same reason why that rejuvenation card came up, because all the dots are connected in our seven bodies. And we we would be amazed at, you know, what uh, a benefit it is to see the glass half full (laughs) rather than to see it half empty. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's to reach out to our blessing is to reach out to the Orisha and the forces of nature. And I remember that part of the reading, it was speaking to this religious confusion that because some people, you know, invest in their pastor or invest in a so-called leader and then that person falls from grace and their whole their whole apple cart is turned over. <laughs> and so it did say that our blessing would be to reach out to the Orisha and the forces of nature, that spirituality which is still in our cellular memory of our DNA, um, that uh, that would be our blessing. And to our advantage, we should storm into cultural activity because there is a storm of blessings coming to those who prepare themselves culturally. I thought that was an outstanding prescription right there because I know that I really do feel better when I'm moving in something that was not begun by me or sold to me or told to me by just anybody, but something historically that has come down my cellular memory and is uh, ancestral. Yes, isn't it wonderful to have our art and our market? And I know Baba speaks to that all the time. She and I both, we've filled up an entire living room in here just doing market and being really, really... That's right. Before you go too far down the line, Our souls were kept. We stopped when we needed to eat. But other than that, our souls were kept. Wasn't it, Ia? We did, um, what did we do those? We did our Mama Loja dolls. We did our dolls. Oh, yeah, Mama Loja dolls, yeah. Yep, we we sure did. did. We sure did. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, the spirit of the market was there, and as a matter of fact, I didn't do too bad. I kept my head above uh, water I remember that little setting we went out to with the children. It was some kind of graduation, and we took our Mama Loja dolls, and yeah, sure enough, she sold some earrings now. She did all right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so these are the things that we're talking well, about again. Too far, the, yeah, before you go too huh? far, before you leave me, before you go too far, I would like to say this, that... Uh, the uh, my IT keeps telling me to tell the people to work a lot with Baba Luaye. You have passed by that uh, 
You got to pass by that conversation now with the sickness and stuff. Take very mm-hmm. good care of Baba Luaye this year, and he will take care of you I because there's an awful lot of sickness in this world. Mm-hmm. And this and so is a cleaning off with grain that if you've seen it done, sometimes Luaye, just like you said, who are aware of the religion and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should give a uh, great tribute to Oba- uh, uh give a great tribute to him this year. Yeah, I think so. And I was like, saying for those that Baba didn't Luaye, recognize the name, if you own, that yes, if you own if you own Baba Luaye, don't just let him sit. Oh, take no. care of him, mm-hmm. and he will take care yeah. of you. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For those who can understand it astrologically, Nia is referring to the planet Saturn. <laughs> and oh. for those who are pagan, she is referring to the time known as Yule, the winter taskmaster, the lord of the earth. And among the Brazilians and in South America, we speak of Chapona, the bringer of uh, various uh, crippledness and, and leprosy and disease. And so what I was saying is that even in that modern world, that the pagans have always had the tradition of washing the feet of pregnant women or women marrying with the grains, rice grains and bean grains. And so if you uh, were to see the altar that he is speaking of for this particular Yoruba deity uh, of Aluaye, it would be at least 11 or 13 grains on paper plates you know, with a, a nice shrine of the winter, of things that have turned back to the earth. Of the, You know, you have a lot of straw brooms. There are various symbols. You certainly can Google it and look up and see the symbols of, of Aluaye. But in front of there, uh, to clean off, and so what he is saying is please don't neglect, don't neglect Aluaye this year because they is not the type of Arisha that you want to neglect unless you just want to start slamming your head into No, he's not. You know, you just start slamming your head into walls and the doors will close because look it up astrologically. Look up the energy of Saturn, restriction, limitations, how, you know, the practical down-to-earth part. You don't really want to cross that up. And at the same time, it's really good in cleansing and uplifting all kinds of grains. We do coffee grains and rice grains, beans, um, and they even do a little bit of the fish, a little bit of meat, potatoes, and uh, uh, the eggs over the eyes, any type of level of impurities that you're moving. Oh, that's very good when the eggs over the eyes. That's what I'm Yes, it is. Yep, some people say it's just to remove any toxin in our sight, and other people say it so you can see your enemies clearly. <laughs> I've never really oh, disputed. Yeah. yeah, I've never disputed either one. But it's a beautiful ceremony that, yeah, a good time to do it is like on the new moon of each month. That'd be a great time to do it, um, you know, because these that place of the inner earth, that that, that darkness. <laughs> And it's called the Wands, and it's a beautiful song. Uh, maybe we'll give that a chance at some point uh, to do the cleansing. Normally, in our tradition, it's done from winter solstice to the 25th, to when the sun returns out, to the longest night. And for four nights straight, we clean up. But they'll do it again as, as spring is coming forward to take off the winter and the cold and, and you know, different influences that we may have passed along from one to another. So... Um, I'm really glad you brought that up, Ia, because this is the season of Baba Luaye. I really am, you know, because yes. none of us in our right mind wants to neglect Baba Luaye. No. <laughs> no. 
No, it's like Ogun. You just know better than than to do that. So, um, so yeah, there you have it on the reading of the year. And uh, we were listening earlier to Yay Yay Sini, for those of you that know that great wise mother, mother of Yamaja. And she had really, really uh, good, good rituals and things that address some of the parts. And, and it's simple to say those of us that know how to appease and go to the owner of the roads, that, that force that, that, that blesses or not <laughs> your entranceway into anything, uh, do a new job or agreements or a new relationship or a new house or new anything. We call it a leg book. Stick close to a leg book this year. Make sure you know that, that a leg and a wound and your warriors are your best friends for real. And I, I have continued to carry my posse as my best friends. I depend upon them. And, and we treat them well and lift them up and say, in a year like this. And also, a thing I said two days ago when my granddaughter was talking about cloth for her prom dress. She wants this beautiful kinta cloth, African design dress. I love it. And uh, I said, I'm going to wear a lot of white this year. And uh, mm-hmm. I, just, I just like, mm-hmm, I just like saw it in the dream. I mean, you know, that white, like when it enters the room, like it gets really bright. As many, yep, as many really powerful occasions, festivals in the village, um, wherever we are, we're going to take it back up to that white Yahweh level because, you know, white deflects a lot of things. And I say that to people when they get into it because a proverb simply tells us where white, white is pretty. But when you really look at, you know, the doctors, the nurses, the psychiatrists, and all the people that work, and consider where they work, where they spend the majority of their life, then you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, do you know who's ruling this year? No, I don't. I don't. I don't really. I thought about that as I typed it. You know, it just really got passed down to me, and I pulled out those highlights without really looking strongly at the old dues. But yes, um, I don't. And, and different people will say different things. I'll just say from what I saw that I felt like, uh, you know, there's a lot of Arete, there's a lot of um, Iwari, and, uh, you know, they're really, and, and again, then you, I always look at, well, what are they doing there both to? And so in most cases, Alexa's team was suspension. <laughs> if you're smart, you know, and then like you just mentioned, the thing with health, um, I know there was a there's a tete a this year between Oya and Ashun, and you know that they have that little tete a every now and then where Ashun just wants to do it easy going, and and Oya is there with that whipping that sort of saying, no, we need a little more discipline than that, girlfriend. Okay, and I really love that. I really love that in in terms of just a bigger metaphor for this show. Because somehow um, our our queens are rising into their beauty, into a real grace and beauty that I'm seeing move across uh, social media. Really, really beautiful. And yet, because of that old Christian, nice girl, she who pleases, superwoman kind of persona, you know, not many are really standing up ready to dance with Oya because Oya dances with a whip and a sword. And for those who don't really know what that means, I give it to the lady that just went to heaven back to Natalie Cole. Anybody remember that song? Well, she said, oh, I'm catching hell. You remember that song? I saw her sing that person one time. That would be Oya. 
dancing through your life, the transformation and changes that you are resisting, no doubt, because it will be painful to you, whether it's a heartbreak or a health challenge or the loss of a job or a misunderstanding with a good friend. Life will bring that serious change, and you you will really have to dance it. And it, it isn't always the, the sweet yum-yum-yum of our shoe. So I know that energy is there, here where all year long, quite the tay to between Venus and Pluto. Okay. So I wanted to but the ask bottom line is we really don't know who is ruling as of yet. I don't. I don't. But I'm sure it will okay. it will come forward as we place it to the website. Okay. So, yeah. Yes. I'm yeah, sure. I, yeah, well, I usually call and get it. I usually call and get it. It's been on my mind for the past. Uh, I don't know when. So I'll, I'll probably call you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Shango. Mhm. Yep. That yeah. would be good. While you're speaking of the energy of Obatala. We always love to take a moment to send good prayers and light to our elder Obatala priest there that you had mentioned was very challenged <clears throat> in his health. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 So give us an update, Yeah, How is uh, Baba Olomide uh, doing? He's, he's Omolade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, getting, he's, uh, his spirits are up. Uh, and uh, he's doing better. We've got people going in and uh, getting nurses for him and doing stuff. Um, he's not to the point that he can walk or talk or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's mostly uh, a, a, a skin problem that's really getting him down. And uh, so I just give him the pep talk. You know, we got to get this temple going, and you know you're second in command. We got to have you. You know, you got to get your strength together. You got still got work to do. You know what I'm saying? And he'll say, oh, yes, I know, yeah. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and in the meantime, here's my donation. I haven't forgotten. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm going to get and myself here, dude, the whole story. Why don't you make the announcement for us now about the, oh, the gods just, of, of I, yeah, the gods of Africa. We'd love to hear it. Can I just, okay, um, well, uh, we're moving well, right along, uh, working on uh, the, to have this temple here in Harlem for the community, the gods of Africa. And I've spoken with some of the sisters who are involved, and, and uh, we've sold some ideas over in our heads and things like that. And uh, uh, if you can um, help us in Eagle Falls, their nation would help us at www. Uh, 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 gmail dot com, go, go find me dot com, and Absolutely. um, and uh, we it might be a little slow going through, but we will be working on that, uh, so that your donations will come through to us, and mm-hmm. um, and the temple will be in home, and we will be revising the temple of our Godfather. So mm-hmm. the old man is a very uh enthused about that and he's very excited about it and he has to know you gotta be around because, you know, we need you. We need you to help to give us give those ed bows. We need you to help us make those oceans. We need you to help awesome. us to do those elect I mean the things that'll be done that are gonna be done in the temple, they don't have to be done by us here in New York, so we need you, bye bye. Yes, and it's always and, good and to and feel he's so needed. grateful that we feel that way. 
That's mm-hmm. good. And we want to add that, you know, resources are not always dollars. And uh, the Ia and I were speaking earlier, um, you know, as elders, and it said, you know, depend upon the guidance of the elders this year, um, we can use young people that um, can are technical and, and yes. can move, you know, because even like now we're trying to finish the details on that GoFundMe and uh, is yes. email oyotunji at gmail.com. You know, if you have a talent for being able to connect the dots uh, through all of these machines, you know, from here to the PayPal to the GoFundMe to the bank and that kind of thing, or you know about grant writing or are interested in uh, or have worked for HUD, look how many of our sisters have worked in some housing situation and or lived in some housing situation where you could get into that stream in New York and help the EA to really pin down the location. Yeah, I was going to say to you that not long ago, probably within the last 10 days, the um, Abba Seated at this point put a picture of the front of the old temple in New York up. I was wondering if you saw that on Facebook. I tried to send it around a couple of times. I was so excited to see it. And oh, uh, no, that's I what made it. No. Yes, it was wonderful. It went up on Facebook. Who I'm sure it's still there. And so um, these who are the kinds of things that... Who put the that, picture on, yeah? Who put the picture on? The Abba. The Abba that is seated oh. now. Abba Adedujibbe put the okay. picture on. Mm-hmm, he did. Wow. And it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to try and repost uh, it. But that's what we are hoping in uh, people that want to do the classes, people that, again, as I said, storm your way into cultural activities this year. And so, yes. you know, just like in the wintertime when we bring those children into the different rooms in the Elays because it's warmer than taking them out in the open in the school building, if people are just meeting in living rooms for the next couple of months to, to, to really, you know, those uh, people that have people in New York <laughs> that are up in the Harlem area and, 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 and see the value of it. See the value mm-hmm. of telling our history, telling our story by supporting the reopening of the Gods of Africa uh, Yoruba Temple in Harlem. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful um, uh, mission <laughs> and that our, our elder Shango priest here, the royal Shango to the king, is leading the way, championing this. And so, yes, um, if you could go to her GoFundMe uh, dot com, that would be wonderful. Um, and oh, just look for the temple name, and you will be led right to a good place for donation. I don't know. Shall we segue here, Ian, where you could tell us a little bit about the Million Women's March? I guess I'm trying to move into all of our events because we got yes. a ton of them. In the I was trying to ring my bell. I was trying to get uh, you all's attention, so I ring my bell. Mm-hmm. I did want to say to all the guests online, the queens, um, to Press one when you want to speak, and mm-hmm. um, I will ring the bell to sound it for Ia, um, Her Excellency Shangoma. <laughs> I do pray. <laughs> to uh, hear and um, to allow you to share what you want to share. But um, oh. yes, I do want to uh, talk about the million mothers. March and Pow Wow in 2016. I want to definitely talk about it, but I, now I have all of a sudden, when it's my time to speak, I have, intruders, <laughs> I have intruders on the line. 
But uh, mm. please, ladies, press one if you want to speak. But um, I wanted to talk about the Million Mothers March and Pow Wow 2016. We're asking all the sister queens who want to be organizers for their state Mm-hmm. To meet us in March in Selma, mm-hmm. Alabama, we're going to cross the bridge that's mm-hmm. on the anniversary of the date that Martin Luther King crossed the bridge because our children are still dying. And we mm-hmm. need to change that energy and remove the pox upon our children that takes them so early back to the heaven. So mm-hmm. I am uh, going to be doing more announcements as well as write-ups in various different social media because we need to march about child abuse, which has risen 67% over the last five years. So that means that our children are being abused on a more rapid or it could mean just being reported more because these secrets within our family line that Mm -hmm. we have to expose and that way we can end it and for Mm -hmm. those of you that are our age in this you know moving towards the 60s you know please we have grandchildren you know those of Mm -hmm. you who have grandchildren you don't want your grandchild activated sexually as maybe you were or your mother was or whoever. You don't want child sexual abuse, and we need to end it in our culture, in our our children line, this, this generation right now, this lifetime. And um, we can end it. We can end it by telling the secrets and not allowing girls or boys to be uh, used as sexual objects and activating their sexuality. And then in July, we'll probably be moving back, July 29th, back to Selma, Alabama, to march again on with a million women marching and doing a powwow coming together, doing a powwow of calling the power from the earth to save our children and calling the power from the heavens to save our children. So people that are going to be involved in this really know that it's time to stop messing around. We're either going to do what we need to do to raise our people to the level of nobility to which we were taken from. And we have to even add to Africa because we have to restore the nobility that originated from our family lines. So we have to definitely return to the ancients mm-hmm. and call all the power to end all these abuses on on our children. And women are very important in these readings because we are the ones that will do it. 
Ashe, Ashe. You know what? I had such a visual while you were speaking. I didn't get a result. Uh, This is uh, uh, Ia. Uh, You're right, Ia. They uh, have not been reporting the child abuse like it should be reported. Because I can't remember when I heard a case of child abuse, a bad case of child abuse here in New York City. And uh, I know it's happening. But yet I haven't heard anything, you know. So uh, the the people that are being abused really need to uh, be a little more forceful about going to the police, and they need to be uh, 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 not try to be ashamed of this happened to my child. I don't want nobody to know and all of this. They have to come forward more with their report. And that, this is not being done, Ia. And like, uh, uh, we can uh, battle our brains out, you know. But if we can't convince these people to come forward, you know, it's it's they're not going to help themselves. That and is why people won't come forward. I don't understand because I know it's happening here in New York, big time. Okay. And so uh, we need to get behind the police force, no matter how small. Or, or how small the case might be, you know, it still happens, and it should be published. Public, public, they should let it out to the public. Every time one of these things happens, not just sometimes and say, oh, well, uh, they just smacked the child around a little bit. They didn't uh, sexually abuse it. Still, it's abuse. Yes. And it's fine. I want to go on the record and say I'm not trusting people in uniform, period, okay? And I definitely don't trust them with the issues about children, okay? We have 26 dead black people in this country thanks to people who take off their uniforms, uh, protect and serve, and they chill out, do the shower, and watch Monday Night Football, Okay. So I hear you, Ia. I appreciate your opinion as an elder, but one of the last levels that I would call to rectify a situation of a child being abused in a home would be a man in a uniform, a man or a woman in a uniform. Sorry to say. Sorry Mm -hmm. to say. Sorry Mm -hmm. to say. Because I can know the majority of my life where I was told, like you just said, to trust police. and even God, they would even have to go through them, put in the recommend. Well, there's an organization for this, and there's an organization for that. You would still have to go through them, you know, because people are ignorant to that fact. It's never happened to them before. They don't know which way to turn, yeah. Well, I think we should both say right now that they can come to a priest. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to raise my hand in the room and say. I'll come and I'll do the repair to the ancestral lineage that's tormented in your family that causes Mm -hmm. that spirit of sexual deviation to hurt you, just like alcoholism Mm -hmm. hurts you, just like any other addiction. Yes, I will. My hand is raised in the air. As a priest, I will Mm -hmm. come forward because Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, I won't speak for sure, but last I checked, most priests I know don't carry guns. I could be wrong about that. I could certainly be wrong about that. But I'm saying to you that my element, my ability, my tolerance for the mistrust that's out here, I'm sorry. And and, and that's what happens for the Brotherhood and the Blue Suits. When it is mm-hmm. that you have that many murders on your watch that are unaccounted for, no one has gone to jail for it, I'm sorry. The word mm-hmm. trust, protect, and serve, gone. I'm done. 
And mm-hmm. so, yes, I would rather, and I do think that Queen's coming to the show, I hope, will step up. There are things on the, on, the, on the media now asking them to come up as mental illness counselors or spiritual oh, counselors or cultural counselors. And so mm-hmm. we should see who we're mentoring. We should see who we are mentoring. Because the times that we came up in, if you was out, you know, and they wasn't sure, they, they ran you by some, some sister in the church, okay? They got you mm-hmm. straight. Whether it was uh-huh. your family or some sisters in the church, they make sure anybody touching you, they, they would they would check you. This is, this uh-huh. is the accountability that the adults have in the village, that the elders have in the village. We don't have to run to these police and their reports and their uniforms here because it's a little out of whack right here, okay? I'm just saying, uh-huh. any city you go to in America, the but police like thing, said, yeah, the police know, thing like, is a little uh, out of whack right some now. Some people... Some people would just never happening to them in their lives. They don't know where to go. They don't even, a lot of them don't even, are so ignorant, believe me. They are so ignorant to the point that they don't know, well, I need to call an organization uh, that can help me rather than going to the police. I need to, but who do I call? They don't even know who they call and it's on television and on the radio and stuff all the time, you know? Right. And so we're just saying that this Million Mother March, that's our job. That's our job. We're calling every woman from every city to come forward and meet us in summer. I've walked the bridge. It's a life-changing event to walk somewhere where black people were trampled by horses. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I'll walk. Mm-hmm. It is a life-changing event. And so if we can come there as sisters from each city and talk about how we're going to get our cars and our school buses and our caravans of and get the word out of what families who are plagued what this illness can do within their own communities and their own homes and how women can step up to the perpetrators or or fathers who, who have women who are perpetrators, how we can bring our children out of that darkness into the safety. And I bet there won't be a uniform in the room, okay? It's uh-huh. a secret society of a different order. I'm just uh-huh. lifting my hand for the Cherokee Nation. I'm lifting my hand for a number of women we're calling, the Latino women. You know, call them in because all of us have rituals, and you know we have rituals. I do. I know from the uh-huh. Women's Society. We have rituals for pedophiles here. We have rituals uh-huh. and ceremony. We have ways to deter that type of behavior. Uh-huh. Yes, we do. And so those, that's what I would hand out. <laughs> but, you know, to each their own, for those people that still have a genuine safe spot in their hearts, for the people in the uniforms, go with that. <laughs> but I know I don't. I pray every time I turn the key in my car, don't let me have a conversation with any of them today. Let everything be functioning on the car. Because, no, really. Really. Sandra Bland rides with me. You know what I'm saying? And she is, yeah, it, it, you know, it's amazing. It is amazing. I mean, literally, like, my skin will crawl when a squad car is anywhere in my vicinity. Don't have to be a blue light flashing. My ancestors put me on high when they mm. even approach. And I'll I say see. a prayer to Ogun in that moment. I'm just telling you, just me. <laughs> I will say I'm a dead. prayer to Ogun or Legba in that moment because I'm that's dead. how seriously I don't want to have, I don't want to stop for the time of day. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Just don't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we digress. 
<laughs> and so great. Yeah, those women, you will be seeing more. Trust you will be seeing more um, as we get closer and closer to Selma and um, Fire Rose. That mother over there, we just have to speak her name because she is responsible for that, that bridge celebration anniversary every year since 1963. I know when I went two years ago and I didn't even know that was going on, I was just so floored. She's married to a congressman and she is indeed a fireball. That's why they call her Fire Rose and if you've never been to Selma, believe me, the movie was one thing, the town is another. Just, I've never been in a town that had that many amazing museums of black history, of the of the voters' rights, of, of uh, segregation in the South. I mean, I, I could just be talking beyond. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful museums that are so worth it. I, that that was one of the, we were there, of course, in the uh, entourage of the Abba. And so I, that was immediately, I said, oh, I have to come back here with my grandchildren. My grandchildren have to actually step into a museum where a Ku Klux Klan robe is, where the fountain where black people had to drink from is. Okay. Mm. They, yeah, mm, what a reality check to the world of too expensive sneakers and iPods and iPods iPads and all the machines that they have to step back a moment and know what my mother's mother's people were up against, what your father's father's people were up against. Just for a moment, we'll just go for a little vacation, y'all go in and out, see the exhibits, and understand that this was real. This was the real world we lived in and our parents and our grandparents lived in. Because uh, the distance, you know, not that we want to stay in the past, we don't. We're so thankful to be moving to the sustainable future. But we have been told time and time again that those that don't know where they have been have no clue where they are going. And, uh, I, have, I, I, I found in my six decades of living that that is somewhat true. Okay, you know you didn't. Yeah, you didn't. My grandmother looked at me. She said, "Oh, you don't believe it? Live a little longer." I don't know where you've been. You don't have a clue where you're going. I say you do not want our children to grow up believing uh, revised history that. We were indentured servants, or we were intern slaves. Right. Because Texas, Texas uh, history books have called slavery internship. So oh, we yes. need to oh, get yes. them. And Jim Crow laws, they have made it yeah. out. They have made it out. And you know, with a man like Trump, who is not as that, we heard him say one word to Black Lives Matter. No, we have not. So, yes, it could get rewritten. Yes, your history book certainly could get rewritten more. Now, we don't know because it appears, honest to God, it appears with this real surge behind Bernie Sanders that the grassroots and the people out in the woods and that live rural a little more are really growing their backbone. They're really standing up. And I think it's this whole thing against Wall Street and bankers or whatever that says, and we heard it in the reading, where, you know, even leadership on our hands will be looking more in the United States to family values, to the concerns of what strengthens families rather than tears it apart. You know, and, and, and that is a breath of fresh air in a room where there are a lot of elephants about the dysfunctions and the addictions and what we're doing to our children, what we're doing to our elders. It's an endless conversation, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. 
And and so we look at all those plagues and we say we have to go back to the traditional application of our ceremonies and rituals and rites of passage if we're even really going to address the core of the problem. Right. Because all of these these nice dances around mental illness and gun control and all like that, you're all, all over on the symptoms, where, which we're saying is not no small deal, given the number of mass killings we have per month. But on the same hand, you have to get to the core of the matter. And, and you know, what are you going to do? Back back 50 years ago, they just locked them all up and gave them lobotomies, okay? <laughs> that, that was it. That's what you do. Now, no, not so simple. Not so simple. The disguises on the mentally ill are intense. The functioning alcoholics on the planet is beyond what? And the, and the sexual deviations are just beyond. I mean, if you go into any human trafficking or child porn situation, you would just wonder where do you live. I know I, I don't even try to step over there because my, my spirit can't take it. That, that we actually, yeah, we could be shopping in Walmart with, with a person clearly, clearly over in the sex addiction lane, uh, let alone to the level of children, harming children. And, uh, you know, because look at it, uh, somewhere on Facebook I saw that the other uh, white guy from Seventh Heaven or something admitted, molester, admitted, child, uh, 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 a pedophile. His show is still on TV. He has a loss to die. They didn't take anything back from him. How is that possible? The Bill Cosby show has been banned across the planet. And so, see what I'm saying? And so, how do you deal with the core of that? How how uneven that field is right there. And we talk about why women or victims are afraid to come forward. It's a it's a it's a dichotomy that you just can't even I can't even imagine because you have so many things playing out, man. You know we all know the story of uh, Oshunetti. Uh, I know I do, and so the, the, to to get played continually in a sense of as you said, a loyalty. Who are you loyal to? The child is taught to be loyal to whoever is feeding them or raising them, whether they're abusing them or not. And so we have to go into the core of it, uh, wives that look the other way for the sexual or, 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 or alcoholic addictions of their partners. And so, what you know, really, you do. You know, you can love a person to the end, but, you know, pretty much like a mother bear, don't jack with the children because <laughs> that's where life changes. And what happened to those women? Because let's really consider where are the saviors of our children? That's the question to be asked. Not not how defiant or scary the predators are, but where are the protectors of the children? Where are they? They must all be over at the job when all of this is going on. And and what are our abilities between mothers and daughters and sisters and friends to check in, to check in with one another, to notice when we see each other slipping off into signs of depression or change in behavior? You know, and no, it's not always the time to call a shrink or a policeman. Sometimes you just grab that person and hug them and pray. I had, I had a young lady show up like that in the class not long ago. Yeah, I was sad you wasn't there. It was at the Firefly gathering. And, honey, she, this little young girl, I mean, in the midst of a class of probably, I don't know, 20, 30 people sitting around, 
And we were talking exactly what I raised my hand for. What do you need to do when these addictions or these deviations have passed down through your family generation after generation after generation? And at some level, it prompted her to tell her story. And I tell you what, everybody's mouth dropped to the floor. It's not every day that you ever yeah, She couldn't even have been 25. I don't think Lena is her name. And she just went from LSD addiction to being abused to being raped. And it was, it, you know, and, and, and that was her life. And how she pulled her way up out of it, where she saw light at the end of the tunnel. And it certainly wasn't her mother or aunties pulling her out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as priests and shamans, I think that we do have the ancestral codes that bring the remedy, <laughs> as Ashu and Eddie always says, that brings the remedy. That's what our culture is for. It's not just for dressing up at Bembe's. There's a lot more. I'm sure you know. Yes, I shall. I'm sure you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody on the line, I'm pretty much sure that we all know it's a little bit more than dressing up drums and Bembe's. And, yeah. um, because I yeah. have certain sisters that I speak with all the time that have problems and uh, whether it be with the children or be with their husbands or be with their spouses or whatever and I try to pull them together all I can Mm. you know yeah yeah that's what we can do we can have compassion you know I I, I am a mother to that person or to that person you know and I will continue to do so absolutely and if that's what the reading of the year calls for. Them, if any of them just so happen to be listening, they know who they are. I share. Mm-hmm. They know who they are, and they know in this community, we will say that, sisters rise and shine. In this community, anywhere you go, any door you knock on, fear, you, your voice will be heard. That's number one, is that mm-hmm. we, we don't judge anyone. I know I, I, no. I'm... I know all of these sisters on this lie well enough to say that. I don't think we judge anyone, but we have an open heart and open ears to hear, you yeah. know. And I, and I, and I really was sad that Archie uh, and I, we were going to do a 900 line. We really did say, and the country needs one, you know what I mean? Because I don't know that these crisis rape lines are always where women want to go. Sometimes women who are having flashbacks, from having been a victim inside of their family and just need to talk to someone. They're yeah. not in the crisis of having just been raped. They just need to talk to someone. I say, mm-hmm. that's why we need Iron yeah. Killing House. Mm-hmm. Killing House. Because it is a place for women who have been traumatized by child mm-hmm. sexual abuse can get healed and move forward and become independent. Absolutely. And, uh, we are connected to an, a network of upward bound sisters, right, queens. I say, I say, so. so. Yes, indeed. I was really hoping Arshun Eddie was going to be on the line with us so that she could give us the um, the commercial for Auntie Aya Oyakumle's Ed and Pet Rock for the book. And so I oh, guess I, you and I will have to do it as best we can. I think it is fabulously exciting. 
exciting. I think a little bit is out on social media about it, right, where they can see the beautiful illustrations and the color of it. Yes, it is. It is. Yes. Absolutely, and this book is on its way into school libraries, and a kind yes, of is. on the very yes, point that, that we're talking about. I say, yes. I say. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's going to address so a lot of that separation between uh, generations. And I we, Ia uh, Oyakule and her pet rock. So if you are not familiar, this was written by Oshunede Olushegun, and you can look for it. I'm not sure it's quite to Amazon, but I know if you go to her Facebook, you will see much more about it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's there. Uh, we have a couple of more things. We can certainly update the upcoming shows. If uh, Io is still with us on the line, we'd love to have her. I'm looking right now as to what her date is. Oh, she's on the full moon of the 24th of this month, uh, Kyla Ayorende. And that's the same time that we'll have Ashtarisha, our Yamaja priest in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. And you can find Ashtarisha Astrology on Facebook. But um, is 704 still with us here? Yes, she is. Oh, absolutely. Phone might be sitting on the table. Ayo, <laughs> uh-uh. are you there? You know, the phone's sitting on the table, and she's probably wandered off to bedtime with her boys. I told you, the mother of three boys, I so salute her. I see. She's a powerful yeah, I performer, but um, powerful performer. When I first met this young lady and heard her saying I was in her living room and I thought I was standing in front of Lauren Hill, I was like, get out of here. What are you doing here? Do I know this Do I know her? You did not go to her house. This is the Shango sister in Charlotte. And oh. I don't think that, yeah, I don't think you've met her in the village yet. Very, no, very powerful sister. And no. uh, so we look forward to January 24th. She'll be our guest, and she'll be talking to us about a number of things, but conscious parties. I'm going to share this a little bit, and you'll kind of just get clued into a piece of her world. I went to a conscious party um, over in Charlotte that she hosted, and these parties are meant to help the participants really color out the outside of the lines, really see how our thinking and whatever we grew up with or we were taught has molded us into the systems in order that we think we need to survive. So long story short, um, the basic first game that we played was musical chairs. And so, you know, the music plays, and each time it stops, you know, one chair is missing, and then somebody can't sit down, and it goes on and on until there's two chairs left and three people moving or whatever, whatever. And somehow or another, the rule was set up that you cannot think about the traditional end to this game. Maybe that was all we were told. And given that permission, when we got down to two or three chairs, people started bringing chairs back in. And they sat on each other's laps. They changed the rules. I see. But what happens, yes, it was very powerful. Because it struck us like like somebody hits you over the head and goes, oh, my God. That's where our poverty consciousness started. That's like where we were taught that there's never enough. That somebody's always left standing or left out in the cold. I mean, people literally began to peel off what where the crazy thinking happened. <laughs> and 
so she is a weaver of these conscious parties and for the most part does them in in Charlotte but has been invited out to Philly and to other places uh, throughout the country to do them. And so she'll be talking with us a bit about that and also singer-songwriter, as I said, performer extraordinaire. Um, she actually will be doing some commercials for us, so you'll get to hear a little bit of her voiceover talent. And that, again, is the full moon of the 24th. Uh, before I forget, because I'm too excited, we also have a program called The Kindred Report that I'm going to do the commercial for now um, on the 15th of every month. And our guest this month is His Majesty, uh, now, this is quite auspicious. Yeah, if you, if when you is really he coming consider on? the setup when for is this, he finally he's coming, coming on, on the 15th. The what? January 15th. January 15th. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the same time, same back channel, same back time. Seven to nine, and uh, preceding uh, His Majesty will be Tahir RGB, which uh, this brother has a whole setup of survival um, attached to his new World Win album, and moves a lot. He moves a lot with uh, Precise Science and some of the other amazing spoken word artists that come from time to time for concerts in the village and in Atlanta. And so on the back end, we were speaking with the Abba just over the past few days with the reading of the year. And so, you know, of course, a couple of eco week at work weekends are planned, and we have an amazing um, uh, festival. We always do 14 festivals a year. Though you turn you down there, they say, where is it? You know, people still say after 46 years, where is the African village? Oh, it's down there below Buford. But what is amazing is that this program only happens once a month. So we have His Royal Majesty on the 15th of January, and then come the first Sunday evening in February, which precedes our real major first festival of the year, which is Igbega Alade. And if you caught any of the program with Iababa Onishango in terms of It's Been Poetry and the Life, a little bit of the life and the legacy of the founder of Oyotunji, that is what is celebrated this year on February 13th and 14th. And so his eldest living daughter, Princess Fabumi Adifumi, will be our guest on the Sunday before that festival, and she will give us all the glam, all the glam. She's a Cali girl, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so she has an amazing uh, uh, white uh, white attire affair, Aria party on Saturday night. It is always a beautiful candlelight vigil in memory of the founder of Oyotunji, and we all give testimonies and stories of the Abai King and his time. It's a wonderful time to actually visit. We have done concerts and had nice warm bonfires if it was cold. We would say, oh, it's February, but you know, again, oh, I remember those bonfires. Yeah, South Carolina is not that bad. So um, lots and lots and lots coming up. As we said, we are going to, you know, keep coming at you with this, this theme for health and wealth in this year because it is important that not only we have the resources and uh, the funds to move when we need to, but it is important that we have our health and energy above everything in order to really move. And so 
We want to see we want to see more of that. We want to see more support. Um, we're going to plug our our website right here, mostly because our our calendar of events is there, and there are some weekend women's weekend retreats that are already planned. I know we have one in Kentucky on Mother's Day weekend, and these ladies, if you haven't treated yourself to one, you just should. You just should. We have every every such a multicultural of belly dancing and yoga and fitness and outdoor wilderness skills oh, and pottery mm-hmm. and art and midwifery. There is such an amazing cross section of wise women that come together for these weekend retreats. But we are hoping, and I and I'm I'm really hoping that we find some little area outside of Selma where we can uh, meet and gather for that meetup with our steering committee for the Million Mothers. March, um, perhaps in one of the outer areas of Selma. I know there was a Tuskegee cultural um, event that they were trying to do some things out there, and of course for years they've said that Farrakhan has land out there that people farm. But these are the things that we need to start researching, Sister Queens. May I say something, y'all? I would like to say that somewhere uh, I could do uh, that Legenda, as I can see, you planning legendas, legendas. So uh, uh, by the time you could get back to me, I would have uh, uh, much to say and uh, and talk about the uh, triple should be rolling by then more so by the time I get back to the legenda. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll be updating it, that's for sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean to say, uh, y'all. That's the word I want to use. We'll be updating. Update. For sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, and then Kifu, this conversation coming on the very last weekend. Um, Kifu Farouk, I hope I'm saying that right, my sister queen, and uh, it is Mawusi Ashikur that we met a couple of years ago at the Pan-African Grassroots Assembly. These two sisters come to us as our guest on the 31st in Walking in Love and Power, Speaking That's Truth true. and Peace. Yes. We were in some interesting conversations with these sisters, you know, about the whole angry black woman thing. <laughs> and how do we do it? How do we really walk in the fullness of our power? Because it is strong for some people to take, and yet do it in a way that love moves before us and all around us, and yet we are still in our truth, and we are bringing all of that peacefully. So we thought it was a great conversation to invite Queens to, and that's on the 31st. So, uh, you know, we'll be updating the uh, Facebook. I was going to say a minute ago, the ES uh, blog site. I love going there today, yeah, because it really gives a chance to not only they can see what the archives are, but then they can see the upcoming shows. I know we're going to have something similar. You can go to my website, kindredofsangoma.org, and right under the blog, you'll find blog radio, and there will always be an update of programs there. So we want to stay connected, I think, is the point we're trying to get across here. <laughs> uh-huh. yes. Yeah, that's the big one. And we have to How stay do we connected. stay more connected? Our energy flows from each other. It's lateral. And if we uh-huh. come together laterally, we will form that conscious energy that needs to take place so that we can end child sexual abuse. We need to end it. Yes. In our lifetime, we don't need to move okay, forward. Okay, okay. And it, and that yeah. would end a lot of violence and peace, external peace, 
will be able mm-hmm. to take place because anger will not be raised in our men children. So it makes them yeah. warriors, makes them criminals, makes them thieves. If we continue to focus on our children's needs, and this we want all of our children to raise up their standards and to become noble and find their voice. And I think that Oshune De Olu Shegun does that book, Secrets That Girl, Little Girl's High. And I urge everyone who has been affected by child sexual abuse to go to Amazon and purchase that book and read it because it's your own healing. Within mm-hmm. those words, is your own healing because you mm-hmm. see the voice of a child. You do, what right down to the font. I love that she used down. the lettering of a child, you know. You really do hear the voice of her child. Really. Yes. Yes, it's powerful. And a lot of people put it down, you know, when she first wrote the book. And, you know, everybody went and moved all around the village. Boy, you know, some people put it down, page 72. They just couldn't do it because it's hard to read it. But I have to say to you, for each of you that have ever experienced that, it is the most powerful story of healing. I mean, really, if you... To me, I don't think I've seen a more amazing story of how the ancestors reach out from your past, from beyond your scars and beyond your abuse and grab you and grab you and and literally turn you around and strengthen you. And, you know, sometime hopefully we'll certainly uh, get to have that conversation with Ashunete because, you know, she and I can have that conversation because we were both there. I remember her panic attacks. I remember <laughs> the little man in her head. This is not something that I would have to read in a book. I remember. Her, and story, I know, would yeah. be, her, story, her story would be very powerful as well. It is very powerful. It is. You know, yeah. we edited uh, yeah. you know, the it first book, Secrets of Little Girls Hide, and, you know, it, it's life-changing. And and I, I am not a, a survivor of sexual abuse. I'm just saying. Just me being but I am close to the producing of, of the book. It was abuse. amazing. Yes, as a as a yeah. survivor. Her book inspired me to mm-hmm. rejuvenate and to really find my voice to speak out against what I feel was an unjust and initiation of my sexuality at I'm a baby, you know, and that amounts to child sexual slavery because Mm -hmm. if you find that you connect with it in any kind of way of being abused, you know, the trauma is always, it's my fault. I was being nasty. I was this, you know, I was like Oprah, you know, her carrying a baby. At fourteen, fifteen, and her dad not knowing that she was pregnant, and you know that the baby, you know, could not get a spirit to be born on Earth because mm-hmm. she was so, you know, filled with turmoil about mm-hmm. her, um, her connection, you know. And I think that Ian's book for me, or Lori, the Queen, her book for me is to really look at the experience of the inner child 
and give that job validity. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely, and a voice. Story, Ashe, mm-hmm. and to to validate it and to value her, to value that little girl that was not treated as the queen she was born to be mm-hmm. in the beginning of her life. And we have to look at it that um, one thing that I find about Alori, uh, she's very noble. And she walks with a noble state of being. Mm-hmm. And, and that is something that is the loss from our people. We have to find our nobility. We have to find right. our humanity. We have to find our compassion. Right. We have to feel for what someone else is going through. Absolutely. Yes, because Absolutely. she still has scars that, uh, that she's bearing the state, you know? Mm-hmm. I talk to her all the time. And uh, she still has a lot of scar tissues, you know, and um, in her past life. And... Uh, that is still moving with her, you know. So we have to pray for her. That's right. Okay. We have to pray she for needs, her. She needs, because she we needs are our all prayer. Moving she needs, she needs our prayer. Our pain. Into our joy. We enjoy now. Mm. We in Io. We have <laughs> finally come Absolutely. to where we're supposed to be. And we can do all things. Because we are working together. Okay. Yes. It's so true. Yeah, it's a layer. It's a process, you know, layer upon layer upon layer. That's why the old people tell you, oh, you don't believe it today, live a little longer. And so even okay. those things that we think we we are past or over or healed, you never know what are the triggers that, that cause them to resurface and or yes. the opportunities to heal. You know, it's it's like such a joy as we were working on finishing her newest book, uh, which I just mentioned, Oyakunle uh, and her pet rock. Again, that little girl comes up because she's yes. such the storyteller, and and she is bringing a, an amazing level of joy to children who didn't have the answers about slavery or what what happened or oh, oh poor little Ayo, you know, she just wants her mom and her daddy, and uh, keeping the world simple. And you know, of course, that's 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 a real issue right here in 2016. Is, yes, is that the yes, first thing, you know, when we talk about protecting our children, we have to try to hold on to some of their innocence. Uh, the very thing that you're talking about, Queen Mother, what happens when uh, suddenly the the level of being a child is snatched away from you? And, and you are, yeah, and you are flung headlong, head fast into adult sexual activities that have no place in a child's world. And, uh, and, and yeah, you, it has no place there. And so what do you do? You can't, you can't flip the pages back. What's done is done. And so then to, to, to just really be able to nourish and, and pull that child to a place of truth where they don't carry the self-blame and the shame and the guilt and, and all of those dark secrets with them where they shed them and they understand the illness of the perpetrator. You know, and that takes a lot. And to say that we have to start with children 
under the age of 10, under the age of 5. It's crazy at this point. It's crazy but true. It's crazy but true. And so what happens? I don't know. We could keep looking for terrorists and then don't worry so much about the pedophiles, <laughs> unless their name is Bill Cosby, okay? Unless they've had the sexual conduct of 30 years ago for like a Bill Cosby. Then, we, then maybe we'll put what them all over CNN. What do you think CNN. about Bill Cosby's situation, yeah? Well, I think about it, and I think I said it in some comment. I got out there, and I tried not to, but something was going by on it. And I just spoke to the level I'm always going to speak to, that uh, much like Michael Jackson, much like a number of people that rise to the level that Bill Cosby rose to, um, there are continually going to be attacks. And the only reason that our president has survived is because his grandmother over there (laughs) in Kenya has a big backyard in which I'm sure she does sacrifices Absolutely. for her, 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 her. Okay, uh, there's no question in my mind. From from 2008 when he was going toward the presidency, and so you know to say, what shall we say? That Bill Cosby's parents were not culturally aware enough to say, wow. After I Spy and he's the first black man on TV and all of his comedy records are million dollar sellers, and they say, wow. Our black child is going to be a millionaire, a superstar, in a time where black people can't even ride on the bus in the front. Maybe we ought to go back to the African guys or back to our ancestors and make sure there's no lingering curses, make Uh sure there's no lingering Uh uh, bows that need to be done. Because he's going to, no, I'm telling you the truth. I'd look it up. Michael Jackson went to Africa and got Shango, okay? It's the way he survived. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 yes, he did. I yeah, remember he when did. he went over and yes, he, he's he a child of Shango and he went and got Shango. And so you can Marie, say what you want to, but uh, as I say, the, the pyramids well. are still Frank standing. Sinatra as well. Frank Sinatra had over the Tons of them. Tons of them. The other little girl, the Puerto Rican girl from down Florida, way, tons of them. People who know, know. And the pyramids are still standing. So those people who knew, they did have all. And the other people that were moving too fast on the Negro, bourgeois, Negro, bourgeois, black person with a lot of money, <laughs> like whatever that was, cool nights when, when he and uh, Richard Pryor hooked up. Uh, then they say, oh, no, I got it. I got, it. I got this, tail, this monkey by the tail. And because really, again, what leads a person to do that? Fifty women don't come out and, and all say that you drug them, okay? No, that doesn't happen. And so whether or not, you know, they, they, like the Illuminati or the other things they discuss, oh, he was getting ready to buy NBC, he was going to do this, he was going to do that. So, look, they're going to castrate him by the balls, take away all of his reputation and probably most of his money. Yes. And and you know what, Ia? Everywhere you flip in the sacred oracle of Ephias says they did have ball, they did not do have ball. <laughs> okay, that is the difference. That is the difference between your Osobo and your Iray. I say, so but I can know. say in answering your question, I just try to send a lot of light around his wife. I do. I say, uh-huh. yeah, and I try to send a lot of light. Well, yeah, it's possible that these people are not aware. Everybody's not aware of your Yoruba culture and our bows and this and that and another, you know. Well, well, I'm certain that, I'm certain that's true, yeah. 
<laughs> now with him standing up against what he's standing up against, I'm sure that it was never a conversation that anyone seriously had with Bill Cosby. I'm positive of that, yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's buried one son, you know, and and so if they have any other children, that's where my love goes. My love appeals to his ancestors to have mercy upon the people who share his name and his family and who this will go down in history with for a long time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't I don't know what to say about his guilt or his innocence or what they will do or da-da-da. Not even in that polit- political discussion. I don't want to be in that discussion. What I do want to be is what we were just saying, in that place where queens <coughs> adopt the best level of prayer, compassion, and love that we can have for another human being because all of us fall short of the glory of God, they told me. <laughs> okay? And so there are no little or big sins. We all fall short. None of us have perfection. And so when one of us falls, because, again, they took all of the um, degrees back and the honorary degrees, but they didn't give a dime of his money back. And so, and they're not going you know, to give his like, money yeah. back. Just like there's blood diamonds, there's blood money. And so if you no longer you want to take his star up out of the road and erase his name from whatever, 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 and he's not the only one. I mean, they've, they've had tons of them here in the last couple of years. You know, the ones that did, did all the boys over there in Jersey or Philly, wherever. There's so many schools full of them, the coaches and the different ones that they've exposed with these sexual deviations. And what are we going to say? It doesn't exist? I'll go back to where you said it at the front. It's not that it didn't ever exist at this level. It has always existed at this level. The difference today is that we live in the information age. So it is better documented and information is more readily available to you. But since the cavemen, we have always had sexual deviation. And, you know, behooves queens to really talk about, you know, this is why we push for our princess camps because, you know, we have, what, five granddaughters, (laughs) okay, just in our old family. We have three daughters and we have five granddaughters. So most immediately navigating our way around their protection means we have to tell the truth all the time. We have to speak to the truth whether it's ugly or not. We have to speak to the truth. I just wanted to get your attention We have 15 minutes, so I definitely want you to get your last words in because after 15 minutes, I'm not sure whether we'll still record. Right, right. And so we're going to say again that um, we're thankful to those that will hear this out front that perhaps did not come online with us tonight but uh, that these are available in uh, the archives of Queen Mother for Real blog radio and that Sister Queen's Rise and Shine comes to you every Sunday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Coming up on next week, our guest is Heather Lee, author of Love Letters to Our Sisters. This sister, she'll just make you really, really fall in love with your body again. It's like uh, we went to her party. She's in Charlotte, and uh, her party opens up with the whispers singing, It's a Love Thing. And, And you just dance and have a great time, and then we sit down and talk about what we are doing, what we're trying to do, what we'd like to do better in terms of our health, our wellness. Some for someone in the room, it is their weight. 
but we do talk about what we try to do to be healthy and what we're up against. And after we finish that conversation, then we move to the kitchen where we all cook a meal together. It is the greatest food party ever. And so um, she's taking a look at Life Vantage, and also we're going to be taking Life Vantage, that opportunity, to the Charlotte area and hopefully combine with, um, and that's what her book is based on, Love Letters to My Sisters, is a love letter to, to all sister queens speaking about really falling in love with your with your body temple. Really, really, really. <laughs> Not just the way it looks or whether it fits the right clothes, but down to how you treat your liver, how you treat your kidney. <laughs> what do you put in your body? And so she is just a wealth of information. Heather Lee, she'll be coming to us next week on the 10th. And then as we said, All Hail the King coming on uh, the Kindred Report, which is the 15th. And uh, our guest will be Tahir RGB, a well-known rapper, very conscious, wheeling out a big conscious evolution um, with his new album, Whirlwind. He'll be on the front end of the program, and then uh, as the evening uh, goes toward the 8 o'clock hour, we prepare ourselves to hear the Albaugh's vision. We didn't say a little bit about what the Albaugh wanted to speak about, but of course the Albaugh always seeks the intersection where culture really meets um, the needs of the present moment. And so um, there are a couple of work projects um, that people can come, like we did with the gardening, or we do really every year at the PAGA. We try to give some tools of whether it's gardening or you have an indoor garden because you're in the urban area, but you need to know more about preparing your soil or composting, how do you do that, or sewing so that you can step away from the mall situation or whatever. Um, whatever those tools are. So the Abba is going to speak to us about his vision, some of the highlights coming in this year for Oyotunji, some things that uh, the Abba is certainly looking forward to, from Igbe Galade, I'm sure, to our ancestral festival, which is two weeks long, May, June. And then um, I believe you said that we're having a work weekend in April and again in September. So uh, it's an overview from the Crown as to some of the uh, wonderful events that are planned in Oyotunji African Village. Um, And so, again, just check with us at the uh, blog site. You'll see between uh, Queen Mother for Real's link and our Facebook um, the updates as uh, you will always be invited to share with us the conversations waiting to be had. And and we're hoping that by creating this vehicle for us to, like, really pool our ideas and then jump to a couple of places like Selma or the village or the mountains where we can really, really, you know, knuckle down and weave the web because the screaming and the shouting and getting frustrated and crying more over dead children is, is, is done, really. I, I, I truly hope that we can push that over in 2015. Now, as uh, uh, our Ia Toby said today on her program, you're either very going to quickly discern whether you are part of the problem or you're part of the solution. The middle ground has been cleared out, yes. <laughs> the middle ground has been cleared out. And so every action, choosing our finest words, navigating our level of iwapwele or integrity gets down to how we step to it. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to put on the crown and the glamour, but we also have to be the mothers and the leaders of people who are frightened and afraid and disenfranchised. 
And that does, yeah, that doesn't come easy. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. You know, the, it's a minute till you get to the party dresses. Ask any of us. <laughs> we will all tell you. It, it takes a minute. And um, our communities need us. Our children need us. And so it's important, yeah, it's important that we move past the chit-chat and talk about what we're really doing, what tools we really have to make the changes that we have to see in the world. Right right through here, it's unacceptable to hand some of this down to our children. It's just unacceptable. And so what, what do we really need to do? How do we stay safe? How do we keep our, our families safe? A lot of that is in the spiritual territory. And I don't think that came up in the reading there. It probably was in the one for the village. So you got to stick close to your ancestors this year. you got to stick close. Because, of course, we know the agreements are between the living, the dead, and those waiting to be born. And so lots of people who, who, who are, you know, feed into the fear factor, it's all about, well, what if I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time? No, if you, you know, like before I came out of this call today, when I sat with my ancestors for a few minutes and lit up the candles and said, now, y'all know. You know, whatever is going to be said or whatever is going to be heard, may it be to the highest of the calling that is met here by these ancestors. And and that's that's what that's what we have to do to govern that we are always in the right place at the right time. <laughs> that we are never yeah, yeah, we are never in the wrong place at the wrong time because honey, there's gonna be a lot to witness is what I can say. And I do encourage, again, we said it at the top of the show, but we'll say it again here as we close out, that the readings of the year done by Babalaos in Oyotunji African Village will be available at the website, org. I would say to be safe today, going on Monday, probably by Wednesday you could you could say it's a sure bet. <laughs> Not only did it get well typed, but it, it went through all the machinery to actually land where you could access it, and it is totally free. Um, and uh, how you get it is you become a subscriber. Just subscribe to that to that website. So I don't know, Ian, did I leave anything out? I tried to give all the appropriate websites and say a little bit about our upcoming guests, and um, I certainly want to check in with you for your closing thoughts before we uh, say a little grace and prayer to hold us until next Sunday. Oh, well, I definitely want to say thank you to all the many queens that joined us and to also, um, you know, just really uh, tell people to remember that we have to act now or, you know, forever hold our peace. And all okay. women are important and are mothers. We are all creators of the energy of life, life. Mm-hmm. on this planet. So. Let us all come together. Those of you that want to be uh, organizers, meet us in March. And everybody, we're going to have some buses from every state so that we can get people to summer Alabama to do it again. And this time Mm. to do it with a uh, magnificent powwow, (laughs) a march and a powwow. And I want to say that... um, this is Queen Mother for Real Media, and as a, a host of Queen Mother for Real Media, I want to um, just say that I am a priest of Ifa House of Worship, and I mm-hmm. am taking calls for personal readings and 
individual readings. At Ifa House of Worship, we had our reading already for the coming year, and it was magnificent. So we are on the, we are in the midst of our greatest destiny. We in it. So Mm -hmm. grab it, take hold of it. I I just want to say hello to all the listening audience and uh, just let you know that I love you. And that we are rejuvenated for 2016. I'm inspired to hear the archive just to hear that rejuvenation card again. I love that deck. I'm absolutely going to go forward. And another plug I want to put out there that I saw recently is the Black Angel deck, which is actually done by a sister who's now um, a Zen Buddhist. And it is beautiful. I used to do redo the paintings of it. It's wonderfully illustrated. And what I like about that particular oracle is that it, it rather than positive and negative, it has a sleeping path and a waking path. <laughs> you say, okay, this is how this archetype looks if you're asleep. <laughs> this is how it looks if you're awake. And it it, it was a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, oracle for a minute, I guess, while she was doing the Zen Buddhist thing. It, it was what you call that, out of order, out of print. And so I saw a young lady doing it there. But I'm so good to know that House of uh, Ifa also offers uh, readings, and you can go through, uh, what, your website for your reading of the year? Uh, Actually, we're doing individual divination. Okay. So our reading of the year, we didn't Mm -hmm. put it out yet. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, you know, we're... We're more focused on other people looking at their individual things that they need to look at and providing counseling, pastoral counseling, and being available to do the boost. This is the purpose of this show, to Mm -hmm. rise and shine, and everybody should. And that's what we are part of doing for all of our people is to Mm -hmm. rise and shine. We're, we're, We're found. We're, we're not lost. Absolutely. We're found. Absolutely. Not lost no longer. Okay. Well, ladies, it has been our pleasure. I've certainly enjoyed it. And I, I did say to you before we came on air, I was like, yeah, that two hours is just going to go by like that. <laughs> and it did because uh, good conversations, and we didn't even have that many uh, women to participate. Hopefully next week everybody will pass the word along. We'll get a little bit more promo. And, of course, um, being uh, Heather, and she's got quite a following. She's been doing those health parties over in Charlotte for a good minute. So we look forward to those of you that can rejoin us again next Sunday evening, same bat channel, same bat time. And I say bat, not so much for Batman, but if you know the medicine of bat, if, you, if you're talking to Sangoma, she's always going to tell you the medicine. And bat medicine is rebirth. And so we we would love to close the show just stepping not only in our rejuvenation of all that we have given our hope and our prayers to, but also to actually stay pregnant, have a good, healthy pregnancy, and and prepare to rebirth something very powerful um, when we move to the east in the spring. It's going to be good. I can feel it coming. It's kind of like when, when the baby kicks for the first time, you know you're on to something good that's healthy and strong. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thank your ancestors again and again and again. Uh, we did it through uh, Ia Baba's show and 
certainly to have the opportunity to come on to blog radio is our blessing tremendously so. And so we thank you and thank your ancestors for that opportunity. I say, well, we thank you for being able to, you know, give us your wisdom, your knowledge, all the things that you're about, you know, that is so beautiful as a sacred priestess, senior sacred priestess on the planet. You know, we give mm-hmm. thanks for you. And we give thanks for Chief Ia Baba. Who, I say. Uh, you know, renewal of the uh, temple of the African gods and goddesses will mm-hmm. manifest great abundance on the land for our children to remember who they really are. I say. Well, do pray. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, have a wonderful week. I'm sure we will talk to you somewhere throughout. And uh, to every woman, remember each one, teach one. And always remember that hope inspires motivation. Absolutely. Till next week, ladies. I say. Oh, da. Oh, da.